Action Park Media. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. My guest today is Anthony Lopez. You might know him on Instagram at Heavy to Modified. He's a super inspirational dude. I first saw him on CNN or SportsCenter and was utterly blown away by his demeanor and his tenacity. And I find him to be just a wonderful guy. Please enjoy. You can find Anthony at Heavy to Modified on Instagram. Anthony Lopez, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. What's up, bud? I feel like I choked on that a little bit, but it's okay. People will know. Hey, no one's perfect. Dude, you're fucking super inspiring. Thank you, man. You too. Well, you thank too. you. We're inspiring. We're we're like a dynamic duo of inspiration. Yeah. Um, please tell me the evolution of your transformation, because I, I, I saw you on Instagram, and I was just like, this dude's crushing it. And then every day I get to see you continue to crush it. Dude, I didn't even know you're, first let me say, I didn't even know you're following me. I was like, wait, what the, I, was, I looked in because when I got the news that, you know, that you got contacted and I was like, oh, the name sounds familiar. I was like, holy. And then I looked, I was like, oh, he's following me. What the, how, how did I miss this? How did I miss this? Because I seen you pop up on my, uh, my search before. I was like, this guy doesn't even look the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then now we're sitting here, but you know, getting what you had said, uh, the, the long story is that, man, I grew up just loving food straight yeah. up you know being mexican and black uh everything we did was food yeah. good days bad days happy days sad days anything it is is just food 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 and i you know since a child i just had a bad relationship with food anytime something bad happened good happened i ran to food for comfort and uh always been the biggest kid in you know elementary school junior high high school and uh even to the point in high school where i had to sew uh, two football shorts together in order to play but you, you know, but you played. moms came through mom said my boy he puts in the work he's gonna have to play we had to do we got to do you know and that just goes into just kind of show you backstory how i was raised like we're gonna get it done yeah you know what i mean and but uh i never really put my uh my health first i really wasn't raised on nutrition and exercise and health and all that good stuff that you know probably should have been a little bit more uh focused on you know yeah and i had nothing but confidence nothing but confidence growing up my family supported everything i did and i did a lot you know what i mean so uh when you have a lot of confidence you don't know about nutrition you don't you know dedicate yourself to nutrition or you know proper way of eating portion control uh it builds builds into you know over time over time and next thing you know you're over 600 pounds and you're you're at a tough place in your life you know yeah. what i mean i think the confidence listen i think we're moving more and more towards body positivity and kids being confident and i am all for that because i think that 
I think that your confidence is super helpful to you. Whereas somebody who doesn't have confidence, who doesn't have that kind of like, I'm going to get it done attitude could fail simply because they start out going like, I can't do anything about this. Yeah. That's one thing that I, I never use as a kid is like, I never, I can't, you right. know, I never, I never, I adapted to my weight, but I never said I can't do it. You know what I mean? So it's a good thing and a, and a bad thing. You know, like I, I couldn't fit on a ride, but I wouldn't say I, I can't fit on a ride. I just wouldn't go to the amusement park. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I adapted to my, my weight. I adapted to what was my, my real and my real was I was overweight and there's a lot of things I couldn't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, the confidence is, is, is key in this whole story. You know, this confidence is, it, it started, you know, I always say um, that confidence is like, you know, racism. It starts at home. You know, your parents give you confidence. Your parents tell you that you're awesome, that you're going to do good and they support you when they fail and they say, how can we be better? How can we do better? You failed. It's okay. But how, how are we going to not fail next time? You know, and that's how my family was and, and the confidence is a big factor and it's okay to love yourself, you know, but it's also it's okay to love yourself enough to fix a problem that you caused. Right. And it's okay to know that you messed up and how are you going to fix it next time? We all mess up. I mess up all the time. I messed up last weekend. Last week, I gained 11 pounds. I went I out. Mean, I enjoyed and myself. And you and I know that like a mess up for us, it just, it, like our bodies are ready. Our bodies Ooh, are itching. My body was like, wait, are we going back? Are we going to 800 this time? What are <laughs> right. we doing? You yeah. know what I mean? But I enjoyed myself. I've worked my ass off for the last three years. Uh, I have a best friend since elementary school. He's getting married. Poor him and uh you know what i mean where uh, i enjoyed myself with friends at high school that know me before you know before all this you know instagram tiktok whatever you want to call it influencer stuff and it was such a comfortable time to be around people that i know that been with me from the get and you know and and uh, and and love me you know for what i was and it was really cool and i enjoyed myself i i knew what i was going to do my trainer sitting right here he knew what i was going to do i told him straight up i was like yo don't call me, I'll call you. Like, I'm going to be with my friends and I'm going to join myself. But when I got back home, the first thing I did was hit to the, hit the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew that I, I wasn't going to snowball effect into this 20-pound, 30-pound, three-month weight gain, yeah. you know, because my mentality has completely changed. I don't, I, I love that old person because that 600-pound person, uh, over 600-pound person was a badass, but that's not the badass I want to be right now. That's not my happiness that I want. Yeah. So as soon as I got home, I got straight to my meal preps. I got straight to the gym. You know what I mean? And I, I got on the scale, sadly. You know what I mean? It was 11 pounds, but hey, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 just a whole different mentality I have. It's a whole different happiness I have in in life. And I was happy before, but this type of happiness is the best happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that... The, I think... I love what you're saying and I love your message and I love what you're doing and and I really do I you know it's it's very difficult because I think a person who's sitting inside I can't win I can't do anything about this it's it's one thing to just say to them yeah you can you, oh, yeah. you can totally do this. It's another thing to have them actually believe it and understand it. You know what I mean? Agreed. It is so that that mental battle is so big. And I'm sure people ask you all the time, like, what keeps you going? And it's just uh, I like, get that all the time. And I made it. I just made a post. Um, I just made a post about this. Uh, you know, I'm not motivated every day. You know what I mean? I'm not motivated every day. There's days where this guy has to come and pick me up and drag me out of the house. And like, yo, like you're tripping. You have opportunity that, you know, there's people, there's bodybuilding don't even have and you know you're not you're gonna just throw it away and there's times i need to be checked you know i'm 
not motivated every single day. I'm I don't want to be in the gym three hours a day. I don't want to you know put eat my meal prep instead of you know having some pizza. You know what I mean and stuff like that. But you know this this weight loss is is more than me. It's for people that feel that they can't do it. It's for people that feel that they're too deep into it where they should just give up. You know it's it's for those people because I'm more than happy with my body right now. Yeah. I have muscles. I I potentially have a six pack. They say I do. I like to believe I don't because I'm just stop doing abs. I'm, I'm good then you know. But the skin is there. And, you know, I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep grinding. And I'm going to keep showing people like, you know, there's a person said that I can lose 100 pounds. Well, I lost 100 pounds. There's another person that says I wouldn't lose any more. I lost more. The person said I was going to give up. I never gave up yet. Yeah. You know what I mean, or I'm not going to give up. You know what I mean? So this is what that weight loss is for, for those people that weren't growing, uh, that weren't raised with confidence, uh, that feel that they can't do it, that feel that they're too far gone because I guarantee they're not at over 600 pounds. Right. I guarantee they didn't step on a scale and they say error, a yeah. 600 pound that said error. Yeah. Or 600 scale pound that said, you know, it said error, you know, so this is what it's for. It's every single day I post the good days, the bad days, my wins, my losses. Um, I haven't posted about the 11 pound weight loss yet. I haven't found the right picture to post. Maybe just a scale that shows my weight. But, you know, I, I post that because this is a reality. I haven't changed my lifestyle. As in, I still have to work. I still have to do everything, but I still make time for the gym. I don't find time. I make time, you know, and I have this this voice in the weight loss community that's allowed me to reach and motivate and, and, and inspire, you know, from kids to adults to grandparents to, you know, dads, everything. And I'm going to take advantage of it full force and I'm going to motivate any person I can. And if one person a day or one million per people a day so and I'm going to get it done. Yeah. You brought up skin and I think this is um, something we should talk about, too, because I've experienced my massive weight loss you've experienced massive weight loss skin is a thing that like I, I don't know if you were ready for it or you had thought about it much but for me when I first lost weight I was like when does the skin do, when does the skin <laughs> it does shrink? it brother <laughs> right yeah. I had no idea and yeah. I think that there's a lot of people out there that are going into it and then there's other things too which i think are a bit disingenuous like well if you just intermittent fast it'll handle the skin if oh, you just yeah. eat this way it'll handle the skin if you jump in like, an ice bath every day it'll handle it's right it's, look the it. human body does not catabolize skin it no. cannot use skin as a source of energy so knowing that if a person loses a hundred plus pounds and has no excess skin that's a genetic anomaly or they weren't that, that overweight big. for that yeah. long, uh -huh. right? Yeah, because well, skin to me is it's 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 like a rubber band. You know, you have buy a rubber band from a store, right? It's it's it's, X, it's big, you know, whatever size it is. And then you stretch it a little bit, it's gonna go back to size. But if you stretch it a lot, and then you and keep it stretched it a lot, hold yeah. it there, that rubber band's gonna be a lot bigger than it was when you bought it. And that's right. just our skin. Yeah, you know what I mean, and the, and the skin is like a very very controversial uh, for on my social media. And I wouldn't say it's negative because people are interested. You know, I'm I would be interested if I was never overweight and I was a maybe in shape person. I'd be like. Wow, how does that feel? Can I touch it? You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I, I'm shoot. I, you know, I mean, especially you know, it's an insecurity of mine. It's an insecurity of mine that I face every single day, and I'm open with it. I, it isn't. I hate. I hate the skin. I don't like it, hundred percent. But guess what? It's me. And I yeah. love myself, so therefore, it's my skin. And when I want to remove it, I'll remove it. Yeah. But right now, it's like. I've, I focused from starting the heavy to modify brand to help with my skin to now, you know, trying to open, open, not trying, I'm going to be opening up a gym to get people that are uncomfortable to be in there and you have a place to work out and know that that person that's training that person, that other person right now was over 600 pounds. Like, you know, that's motivating. You know what I mean? So motivating. And so that, and I don't get, yeah, I don't care about the skin. Like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, dang, I wonder what's my actual size without the skin. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't bother me. Bother me. Uh, it bothers more people than it bothers me. It is an insecurity, but it doesn't bother me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
I think it's so vitally important that guys like you are being super open about it because it, it is a it is a factor that anyone who's confronting this is going to run into. Yep. If they if they go down the path and they stick with it and they do it and there's diligence and they're getting up the product that they're searching out, which is weight loss or fat loss. It's for health. Skin is good. Like the skin is a factor and. And for all the nonsense online where it's like the, you know, seaweed wraps will reduce excess skin. It's all BS. It's like, a whole bunch of wasted money. There will be a couple anomalies, I will grant, because science doesn't deal in absolutes, that won't have excess skin. But that's like a genetic anomaly. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You're lucky. You saved yourself above. Thirty thousand worth of thirty thousand dollars worth of right. surgeries. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people who undergo massive weight loss are skin. going to have a yeah. ton of excess. It's something that people should be thinking about, talking about, because we don't. And then what happens? What happened to me was I lost a bunch of weight, had a bunch of excess skin, didn't know who to talk to about it. Nobody had prepped me for that and i was unhappy with the way i looked and was like well fuck it if i gotta live with this i'm just gonna gain weight i'd rather just be yeah you know yeah no i mean there's surgeries for it you know they're not cheap but there's surgeries for it but you know i always i always see the comments um and they're usually from you know just people that are mostly not in shape or just people have like no post uh and they're always like oh well i'd rather just stay fat i'm like well you if you want to gamble with your life and stay obese and then do it over some skin that could be surgically removed I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'd rather walk around with the skin knowing that I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Well, I should wake up tomorrow and then have a, you know, the skin filled up with fat and just living a life of unhappiness, you know, because... This- but also skin or no skin, and and this goes down to, like, preference, whatever you want. Obviously, I'm not going to say there are absolutes for what people want, but now... I'm sure there are no rides at amusement parks that you can't ride on. Like the skin is not skin a factor is, yeah, it's in not, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it just it just adds extra weight to the scale. Which uh, this this week I could have used the skin off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I've been to to, to um have not uh been to Disneyland. I I documented that. Been to Six Flags, uh, water parks. These are things that uh, a lot of people this topic a lot of people are not going to relate to. And I'm good. I'm so happy that these people people will not relate. But there's people that are going to relate to this yeah you know i've adapted so much with my obese lifestyle that there's so much stuff i missed out on you know what i mean there's so many things so many trips so many you know uh vacations so many uh, music parts so many times with my brother my sister my family because i didn't want to go because i couldn't fit i was too tired i made excuses because i adapted to that obesity lifestyle and now there's there's no there's no uh i don't turn anything down you know before like i i talked about this uh on my not too long ago and i was like you know for so many years i, I had I have a, a camaro into into cars you know it really really into cars how i started this whole social mo- media stuff and uh everyone go to k1 we have car shows at k1 and i damn i want to ride these so bad when people are like yo why don't you go inside like let's go race i'm like oh no man i was like, I have a race car why do i want to drive a go-kart like i made it seem like oh that's not the cool thing to do but inside i wanted to do it but i knew i couldn't there's no yeah. possible way i was fitting on that go-kart and if i did somehow miraculously fit that bad boy wasn't going anywhere <laughs> right. you know what i mean so it's just like you know you you would you adapt to that and then you lose out on you know such you know great opportunities in life you know to the point where i even i almost lost a job i almost didn't get you know 
I well technically I did. I got turned down from a job because of my weight. Uh, that's changed now. I don't. I won't care. I really don't want to bring up the job, but I I passed all the tests. Did everything the first time. Went to the physical. Didn't have high blood pressure. Didn't have nothing. But I was like, at that time I was like five hundred and like ninety pounds or something like that. And I I got turned down. And you know, and uh, because of social media, because of social media and my weight loss, or you know, being you know kind of blowing up like it did uh the the head person saw me and they're like didn't you turn this guy down and they fixed it right you know what i mean but that was something that you know that really affected me because like i i was like i don't get it like i did everything right i worked i i i, I passed every single test there were physical tests and i was turned down because you know i was looked at as a liability yeah you know what i mean and it sucks and then that was kind of like a game changer like never been rejected of something because of my weight because that was out of my comfort zone right i wouldn't have done that before because i knew that i was too big yeah. you know what i mean but i did it because like i was like well this is something i've always wanted to do my whole family does it this is a it's a blessing people would you know give their first child for this job and i lost it because of my my selfishness you know what i mean and that was you know something other like you know that was a reality check i couldn't adapt to that because i didn't expect that right you know what i mean and i was like oh damn it's getting bad yeah I mean, now i'm getting turned down because of my weight you know and so it's just it's crazy man just this looking back i haven't really talked about that story because i wasn't sure if i should because you know but well whatever you feel comfortable no no my life's open book i post that thing all over yeah but yeah man just adapting to that lifestyle that people really think that it's a that they're 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 then they probably are happy but they just don't know that other that's on the other side of that wall of happiness when they have their health and not tired from tying their shoe or they have to worry about their shoe coming untied and taking it off and tying it and put it back on or you know if you're gonna fit in the uh, a restroom stall or you have to see what restaurant you're going to eat to see what you know look on the yelp to see what, what chairs booth? they have is, is it, it a booth are there arms yeah on the chairs? i used to yeah. i used to show up uh about an hour before not an hour i used to show up before my anyone my buddies go eat and tell them i want a table you know what i mean because i didn't want people to know that i was embarrassed for this to get there and then give us a booth and i can't be there or you have the chair on the side of the booth you know what i mean so i used to show up and get the table first before everyone man yeah you know i mean there's a lot of things you know wiping your ass at over 600 pounds it becomes a chore yeah you know it's so it's just so much you know stuff like i said these people people won't relate to you, and i think it's amazing but the people you know that are relating to this the people that is hitting home you know this is your this is your time this is your time to you know hear my story and and if you're not there and you're on your way there it's your time to uh, learn from my mistakes yeah i've, I've had to go through a lot mentally and physically and and being open with the mistakes i think is super helpful too simply because uh, i i know simply because this happened to me a number of times but mistakes um could be the impetus to just shut you down altogether yeah you know and and the fact that you're like no here are the mistakes no big deal i'm gonna keep going yeah that's awesome i just it makes it you know it makes you you relatable i think sometimes people think that you know we're not human, you know, like, oh, you have a big following, you know, you're on your movies, you're on TV, you, you don't understand. But no, we're, we're human people that fight every single day, our urges to eat, that fight not wanting to go to the gym. And when you post that, you're showing the side that a lot of people just post the before and after. But what what happened in between that? How many times did you, you know, did you break down? You know, how many times have you given up? How many times have you just want to quit? You know, how many times did you cry just because everything was too tough? Like, how many times you left the gym after a two hour workout and just your body didn't know what to do so you just started bawling for no reason because i could tell you over a hundred times for me all of them you know i've i've lost friends i've I, I barely hang out with my family uh there's a lot behind the scenes that i always let people know like this is it but you have to get selfish and you need to you know really fight for yourself because at the end of the day you can do for me he can do for me people listening to this can do for me it's gonna be me yeah and that's it what was the um what was the spark <clears throat> 
that, uh, that got you going? So my grandpa got cancer. You know, this is the only tattoo I have. These tattoos hurt. I don't know if you know, but they hurt. Yeah. You know, so and then I got in like the worst spot. Uh, so once he, he he was diagnosed with cancer and given six months to live, I, I quit everything, man. I When I say I quit everything, I quit everything. I let, I lived off of credit cards and my little savings that I had. Uh, he didn't feel comfortable with nurses coming and washing them and stuff like that. And he was my best friend. So I let my credit score was like at 780 at the time. And I'd fucking let everything go. You know what I mean? I didn't care about nothing. I cared about one thing. I cared about being there for my grandpa, making sure his last weeks, weeks, days, months were as comfortable as possible. You know, when everything died down, I still stayed at my grandma's house for uh, about a solid seven, eight months. So pretty much a year. We'll say a year. <laughs> in total and um i just kind of like you know i was i went to food man like i was watching my best friend pass away every day you know what i mean i was like damn like you know i don't drink i'm not a big drinker not a really smoker so i don't do drugs so it was like food is the food was it and saying being mexican and black food was all we had it all the time our, our literally the the we had so much food in that house for those amount of months uh it literally looked like hometown buffet on the table. We couldn't use the table. It was all food all the time, you know? And, and that was our, our coping mechanism, you know? My grandpa was there, and we were, were enjoying the time we had left. And um, it was a tough time for me, man. I was in a very dark place. So I lived there, and I finally came home after, you know, say a year, 11 months to a year. And I looked in the mirror, and I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, what? I just lost my best friend. You know, my grandma's, you know, learning how to adapt to her new life. You know, I've been there for a couple months, but I had to start working again. You know, I was running, I, I ran out of money a long time ago. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I was just depressed, man. I, I literally had to go Google my feelings because I've never been depressed before. I told you I was raised with confidence. I don't, I don't know what depression is. You yeah. know what I mean? And I just went through like this dark hole, you know, suicidal thoughts for like solid three days. And then I just kind of like, yo, like I snapped out of it. Like the third day, I, I just like woke up and I was like, it's either I fix it now or I'm gonna die and like you know I have a, a sister who's slow. You know, I have a younger brother. They look up to me. They, I no matter how big I was, they look up to me. I have a family who loves me. I have, uh, you know, I, w- I was raised with love. Like, I have all this positive stuff. I have great people in my life. And I was like, I'm really going to tamper with my life because of my addiction to food. Like, I'm going to put myself at a, a, a deadly situation because I can't stop eating, you know? And that's what it kind of sparked it. Like, I don't want to leave my sister by herself, my brother, and like, anyone. I want my mom to have to bury me. And at the end of the day, that's where I was going. I was going to die. And we didn't know COVID. We didn't know about COVID. If I could have got that, I could I would have died. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was a turning point. I realized that I was being selfish and I had opportunities that people don't have. I have confidence that people don't have and I was wasting it because of food. Yeah. And that was a turning point. I, I, I started going to the gym. I, I, I called my buddy who owned a gym and uh, I was like, yo, like I need I need to fix myself. And I was like, I don't look any way. I don't look the same way you, you last saw me. I was like, I don't baby me, but I, I had to do what I had to do. And it was very little that I was doing, but I, I, I that's that's what started the journey. Is that you called it? <clears throat> uh, no, Jordy, uh, Jordy started training me about it. Like I don't know, almost a, like a couple months into it. It was like a couple months into to the to the weight loss, and that's where you know Jordy. Yeah, that's Jordy right here. I'm not sure if you guys see him yet. We're on a podcast, so you probably can't. But you know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, Jordy. He's he kind of you know noticed that I was showing up to the gym, and uh, you know when you're when you're that big, you know. People look at you and they they see laziness. They see sloppiness. You know, they see someone that doesn't care about their their self or their health, right? That's just people. Humans are judgmental, and 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 I get it now, and I and I understand it. And I see it firsthand because now where I'm at right now, so much more respect. I, I always had a powerful voice, and people did like me, but they had to earn them. I had to earn. I had to. Sp- 
speak to them more. They had to actually get to know me because the first ex- first time they see me, there wasn't really respect towards me, you know, because they're like, oh, this guy's fucking stomach's showing fat, you know, fuck, hopefully it didn't smell. But you know what I'm saying? But now it's way different. So I see that. And, and we're humans. We're judgmental people. So after a while, when there's a lot of workouts that I couldn't do being at that gym, you know, you kind of get pushed to the side, you know, and, and it's I don't blame anyone. I blame myself. Once again, it was my fault for getting that big. And there's a lot of things I couldn't do. So people tend to like, you know, oh, just go over there and do that for 30 minutes. You know, they don't really like direct you into 100% of what you could be doing because they don't know what you could do because they don't believe that you could do it. Right. You know, so then that's where he came along and he saw that I was showing up and ready to put in the work, but wasn't really getting tasked too much. And I've known him since elementary school and he came in and dude, it's we've been like a freaking duo since then, man. We've we now I'm I'm a trainer now. You know, with the knowledge that he's helped me with and the knowledge I've learned over the weight loss. And we've been working for with each other for a, a while now. And we he's a big part of the Heavy to Modified brand. Has has your program from, from whatever it was on day one, has it changed? Have there been evolutions or did you just... The intensity, man. The like intensity. the intensity is like, I'm doing stuff that... So I, I can do a pull-up. I was doing a pull-up at like, I don't know, two, 290. You know I mean, that's already impressive. You know what I mean? But I was like, people are like, you're too bad. I can't even do a pull-up. I'm 160. I can't even do a pull-up. You're not me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the intensity of the workouts, this guy, man, I hate him. I literally hate, I hate him, but only for that hour and a half. You know what I mean? But after that, I'm like, I see muscles, and I'm like, I get that compliment, that DM, where I have a girlfriend, but it's still good. We get a compliment, girl, like, you look amazing. Like, are you single? I'm like, confident booster you know what i mean i'm like hey jordy i like you again you know it's a, but the intensity of the workout is is crazy right now uh because i'm at the last like 55 well now it's like 65 you know pounds of weight loss you know the closer you get to your goal the harder it is yeah and man it is like well i look at food wrong right now i'm like i'm, I'm gaining yeah. you know what i mean so the intensity of the workouts i've been doing two days for the last like four months um and on top of that i'm still training people i do a little workouts with them like i do we, i train them for a whole hour but if i see them get slacking off or getting a little unmotivated i'll work out with them yeah. there's nothing's better than to see the person that's telling you what to do to do it with you yeah you know what i mean so and and that's one thing that i always promise myself that i promise myself i was going to do because that's why i feel a lot of trainers lacking is that when they see that their client you know starting to fall off or starting to feel a certain way you know our our, our work out sloppy or not want to be there like hop in with them you know motivate them you know what about diet what how did you determine what your diet would so be? this is like my hundredth time losing weight so diets like knowing like what to eat i knew it yeah. i knew what i had to eat i knew it's vegetables i knew it's rice i knew it's chicken fish everyone knows it everyone literally knows what the diet consists of you know what I mean? It, it, right now, you could go up to anyone and say, hey, what's a good diet? They're going to give you a diet. Right. And that diet will work. It will work. But you have to do it. It's the consistency. It's not the diet. You know, it's it's the consistency of eating correct, eating clean, you know, making better food choices, you know, messing up 10% of the week and not 90% of the week, you know, and, and, and knowing, you know, what you're putting in your mouth is is going to benefit your body. You know, food is fuel to us. You know, so I but right and and just to show you know that how much fuel it is for us right now, I'm eating six times a day. I mean, like four or five cups of rice. I'm eating bison, and then I have my I have a meal prep company, and I eat three meals of that. So three meals of rice with bison, three meals of my meal prep. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm racking up like I don't know, like 2,000, 2,500 calories. Some maybe sometimes more. You know, I like pop tarts. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, but I'm I'm still maintaining, or and well, I'm losing. Uh, and I'm gaining muscle. You but know? you didn't fall down any of the rabbit holes with like no, no. When I when I first like when that. I first uh, when I first first started uh, losing weight back when I was like freshly out of high school, um, I had a I had a coach who was like he was crazy. 
like 100% like crazy. Like I think he hated fat people. Right? Right? I think and but that's what I needed, right? I was raised with so much confidence that I needed someone to like tell me like, "Yo, you're going to die." So if you don't want to show up, then you know, tell your parents, let me know when the funeral is. Yeah. And that's how he was. Wow. You know what I mean? And and I feel like Ever since I was trained, and I lost like almost 200 pounds, uh, and I gained it all back, <laughs> but and some, you know, but yeah. but the knowledge that I learned from that, and like him being such a hard ass on me, I, it's always carried over. So like I didn't ever fall into like the oh drink this drink and and walk for 10 minutes a day and you're gonna lose 100 pounds in a month. I never believed in all that stuff. You know what I mean? I believe there's supplements to help you. You know, there's greens to help you. There's there's you know pre workout if you need it. I believe in all that. But I'm not gonna go. What's that stuff where they, they shake it on the? You put your on the the seasoning on the food and you eat what you want to lose weight. Right. I don't believe in all that stuff. You know, yeah. I never fell into that stuff. You know what I mean? And I always tell people like, there's no magic. The the gastric sleeve is is not magic. The 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 bypass, uh, these pills. You know, only thing that you could do, you could pay for that's gonna help for a little bit is maybe like getting the fat sucked out. But if you don't change the way that your mentality is and the change the way you eat, you're gonna get that stuff sucked out every two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's no cheating behind it. It's hard work. It's dedication it's consistency and it's breaking that bad habits with your food and uh just retraining yourself you know what i mean so yeah so i never fell into that rabbit hole of all this stuff you know i i just like i think from that first time i'm training for like two years uh, i was doing mma like you know i was getting my ass whooped you know what I mean? Jiu-jitsu. I was, I was a big boy and I was getting beat up. But like, it just in the way he trained me and what he made me do. And even though I couldn't do this, you add another alternative for it. And the way he talked to me was so disrespectful. But that's like, I've, I've real like that, I, that I'll, I'll always appreciate because that kind of opened up the door to like, not everyone's going to cater to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's not everyone's going to tell you it's going to be okay. Like, you just get it done. Like shut up and get it done, and and I'll always remember, uh, I always remember that, and I kind of carried through to all the all the times I weight loss. Where it's like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it 100. percent And if I'm not give 100, percent well then shoot, going in and out. Yeah, the other thing that I think is really beneficial about the way you're doing it is when you see people that are not resistance training, not using weights just in like some kind of a very very severe caloric deficit where they're losing weight really really rapidly they don't look like you once they've lost that much weight you know what i mean you're jacked thank you you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah because you know the the thing is when you think well when we think weight loss when we we don't think this but a lot of people will think i need to lose weight i'm gonna go run right go do cardio I'm gonna go, you know. I'm gonna go do or starve myself. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna starve myself. I'm gonna have a a 500 calories a day, but that's unrealistic. That is what you call crash diet. That is something that you're not going to be sustainable. It's not sustainable. To me, I always preach that you need weight loss needs to be sustainable. You're never not going to have soda. You're never not going to have fast food. You're never not going to go to parties, weddings, drink alcohol. But how do you, how do you do good? And then you have that one two, three, four, five hours that you're doing your thing and then you're right back to it the next day, you know what I mean? Or that night, you know what I mean? Are you, whatever it is, you know, it has to be sustainable and that's why I feel that a lot of people don't succeed because they want to see such fast results, which you could get it. You could not, you know, you got 500 calories for a week and lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, but you eat one thing, you're gaining 25. Yeah. You know, and that's what, you know, it has to be sustainable. You can't rush the process. You have to believe in the process and know that if it took you 30 years to get that big, 
it's not gonna take you 30 years to lose it but it's gonna take time yeah you know it's not gonna happen in five months you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not i wish i wish it happened in five months and you know everyone will be in shape and everyone will live a long and happy life but it's not possible it's yeah. not possible it's it's you gotta work you know you gotta put in the time you gotta put in the effort and if you're not ready to do it that's fine you're not a bad person do it when you're ready but you know don't blame you know the pre-workout or the protein that oh i'm not yeah. losing weight because of that no. no i know i hate um these kind of hippie words uh like lifestyle change and mindfulness and they they are irritating words to me however there's so much truth within them like if i want to just diet really severely and then go back to what i was doing well what i was doing led to being obese yeah so that's the trade-off i'm looking at there is no kind of uh universe where you get to go back to what you were doing and expect to maintain the results no you, you know? have to it's it is a hundred percent it's it, it's it's i guess you could say lifestyle change it's a mentality it's a mentality change it's a it's an addiction change like my addiction is still there it's just in the gym yeah you know what i mean like i still love food like you know like i i love it i go to in and out and there's these things over there in Orange County called a Papa Loca. I have those like twice a week. Right. I mean, my boy over here, we rack up. Those are like 1,100 calories. But I know what I need to do that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still eat. You know what I mean? But my addiction is not the food anymore. It's being in the gym. It's looking at myself in the mirror. It's 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 looking at something that I've I've built. And it's like, I want more. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Instead of wanting another serving of food, I want you know I want another rep, another rep. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's it's just a transferring over addiction, you know. But my mentality has changed where I could go to the river for a couple of days and get, know that I was going to gain weight. Like I, I already predicted it. I'm gonna go to the river. I'm gonna gain weight and I'm gonna lose it, and that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you can't go in there with mentality of like, oh, I'm gonna do this diet for two months, and then expect once you're done with it, and you're like, okay, I'm good. No, you're. How are you gonna maintain that weight? What did you learn? If you learn nothing then you're going to get nothing. Right. I mean, if you didn't learn how to eat in your portions and what's great for your body, if you blow it up with rice or you eat you, uh, wheat rice, it sits better with you or maybe you can't have rice. Maybe some people blow it up really bad. Whatever it is, if you didn't learn anything about your body, then you're not going to say it's not maintainable. Yeah. I, I Okay, let's talk about the gym. You're opening a gym, right? Yes. I got an amazing opportunity from uh, first foreman, Andy Frisella. He, I love Andy. Yeah, oh man, I've been following that guy for a long time, and I just freaking, damn, that was crazy. That just happened like not too long ago, and I was like tripping out, bro, tripping out, man. And uh, yeah, he blessed me with with money to open up a gym. Right now, I have my real estate team looking uh, for places. Uh, you know, it, it was a five year goal, dude. So it's like there's a lot going on, like. I'm, I'm not sure if anything in your life has ever like happened where it's like oh I one day I'm gonna do this and then next thing you know it's like you have the opportunity you know weeks later you know so now everything's like really stressful in the fan but it's like it's 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 a good stress you know it's like I'm gonna be able to have my own place to call home and be able to train people and help change people's lives and help motivate people and have seminars there you know talk about things that you know I feel some people during the weight loss journey don't talk about. You know what I mean? So it's uh it's definitely a crazy, crazy time in my life right now. Yeah. I never thought in my life I'll have a a gym. I think it's really important that you that you have that you and people like you and 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 guys who have gone through that have gyms. I didn't step foot into a gym until I'd lost like 250 pounds. I wasn't comfortable doing it because my idea, and, and now I would be the first guy to say, no, 
please, go. I want I want to see people who are out of shape in the gym because they're like they're the most miraculous projects. Yeah, they're the badasses. I'm um, the changes that happen in me are nothing now like yeah. they're so slow it takes six months to change really anything with exactly. me now but like a dude who's really overweight i want to see, see that like dude. that yeah, yeah you, you see like that in two months 100 pounds lost because our body's not supposed to be that big and it's so motivating i have a client right now king uh he is to 630 pounds uh, hopefully he's not upset with me saying his weight but i think he would be fine and he's dude he, monday through friday like i tell my bro you are a badass you're 630 pounds. There's people that are 40 pounds overweight that haven't stepped foot in the gym and been paying their membership for two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't understand how badass this person is right now. You know what I mean? You don't understand how cool this is to see and how motivating it is for me. I have a picture on my Instagram and I'm pushing him on the sled. And I told him, like, that day I remember, I was like, when you see me doing this, when we're working out together, you look, I want you to look at me and see the future you. Because when I look at you, I see the old me. And you know what I mean? And I know you got it. You're going to do it. You're going to have your own success. You're going to have your own story to tell. You just got to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's so awesome to, you know, to be starting at over 600 pounds and never thinking I would open a gym, never think I would motivate people for weight loss. And to be where I'm at now where I'm on podcasts every week and I'm traveling and people are, you know, talking to me on want to talk to me with zoom paying for my time uh you know sending me their full stories some great stories some pretty sad stories and you know they they trust me you know so i can't i can't turn that down man i gotta give it 120 percent yeah you know and and that's what i'm doing right now i i i oh, my team i my myself and my team i just feel like we're, we're never we're never satisfied with the work we're putting in you know i feel like we always could do more because like i feel like this is like a it's like a certain like in not a a bad weight on my shoulder but it's a weight on my shoulders like if i don't post today what if this person doesn't see and doesn't go to the gym and usually when i feel that i post this i'm like i wasn't gonna go to the gym but holy crap i'm going you know what I mean that's a great feeling it's hard it's probably hard for you to get some of your family members in the gym sure you know what I mean but to be able to get someone who i don't know who don't doesn't know me and they just follow me to go to the gym then dude like come on man like i'm helping change people's lives and i don't have to like physically be there i just got to give 110 percent. that's all i need to do that's i was put on this earth for earth for a reason never thought i'll be weight loss but apparently that's what it is yeah know, have a voice and i'm gonna use that uh to the best of my abilities to keep people you know healthy and and happy you know and and, and working towards a better and happier life for them yeah it is super inspiring and and it's and it's like you know you've got a great message and i love how open you are and i think there's a lot of um stuff that people aren't thinking about or expecting or or having you know the the proper kind of goals in mind or what's gonna what's it gonna be like you know what i mean and they can look and go like well here it is well, this is what it is here's yeah. the documented life yo it's 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 a road man yeah. it, and everyone's different everyone's road is going to be different some people are going to lose weight faster some people are going to take longer to gain muscles i don't so i've been active my whole life i played uh, you know baseball as a kid i played you know football high school i wrestled didn't get a lot of matches no one's really you know it was as big as i am but you know what i mean i did shot put in discus you know what i mean um so i was active my whole life so uh my dad he's always like oh, those muscles have been there yeah i'm like no they weren't like you know what i mean but you know it's like i have this you know this this body now because like you know i'm i'm grinding you know what i mean and i and i think it, it 
you know, from being active the whole time, even though I was overweight, you know, you're, that's a lot of weight for your body to carry. You know what I mean? So uh, now just being in the gym and now be able to see them, it's like, oh, I want more. You yeah. know what I mean? I want more. I want to keep doing more. And and people trip out. Like some people, because you got to remember, some people will follow me on Instagram or TikTok and they just see the me now. You know, they see the person that's 60 pounds away from their goal. And then they like, maybe they scroll and they're like, holy crap, like, you were that like you know people trip out you know because it's like well you didn't just lose weight and became healthy like he lost weight now he's getting muscles now like he's more ripped than i am you know and uh it's just it's like uh you know it's a blessing it's a blessing where people see that like okay i'm starting today yeah. like that's it like <laughs> someone i remember seeing this thing is like yo i'm not gonna lie i was eating a pop tart but i just put it in the sink <laughs> like, you know what i mean like and i know i love pop tarts so i'm like hey that's a big step right there brother yeah. you know what i mean so uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm going i'm going for broke man like these muscles aren't done i'm going for a six pack before i have skin removal surgery yeah uh, you know, I have definition in my legs, so we're gonna keep working on legs. Uh, we're gonna. I want this to be like the most shocking but motivating uh, weight loss journey ever. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm. We're. We have big plans for my body, and I'm. 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 I'm nervous, but I'm excited. You know, the effort that I'm gonna have to put in, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be 100 worth it because uh, everything that anyone's told me I couldn't do, I, I'm. I'm surpassing. Yeah. I jump dirt bikes. I jump mountain bikes. You know, I snowboard now. You know, I. It's I, incredible, I, it's, dude. It's like there, and, and my family always tells me too. They're like, I think we liked it. We felt more comfortable when you're over 600 pounds because you weren't doing this reckless stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, hey, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I always wanted to do. Yeah. And I've always been reckless, man. I've always been reckless. I, I love doing just fun nonsense stuff. Like, I jumping a dirt bike, I've always wanted to. I was too fat. Yeah. I always had to ride quads. Right. I mean, now every single Sunday, me and my little brother, which another thing too, like, you know, pay attention to, you know, what you're losing out with your family and your loved ones because of your weight. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have a, I had a relationship with my brother my whole entire life, but did I really have a relationship? Did I, was I going with them, you know, to Disneyland and not Berry Farm and all stuff? No, because I was always tired and I was too big. Now I see him every weekend. He comes over all the time and like, not saying we didn't love each other. I'm just saying that I was sacrificing my relationship with my little brother because I chose food. I was sacrificing a relationship with my, my little sister and taking her places and, and, and taking her to the pool because I was embarrassed or I was too big. You know what I mean? so it's like now it's like there's nothing stopping me like there's nothing stopping me there's a there's a lot of that that i can utterly relate to um that i think you can even get into while you're while you're doing it this kind of cognitive dissonance where you're convincing yourself of something but if you got down to the heart of it it's really just that like I'm too tired to do it or I'm too or I'm going to I'm I'm not physically capable of doing it or whatever excuse and and I know for me having the prospect of being a father was a really really big deal to me where I had to really go like if my kids want to go play on the beach am i going to be too embarrassed to do that with them i should never be too embarrassed about myself to experience something with my kids um which was the case growing up that i was too uncomfortable physically with myself that i didn't want to do stuff with friends with my family or whatever it sacrificing is. yeah that i then went like <clears throat> i i cannot allow that to happen with my kids i can't allow my kids to miss an opportunity because I'm incapable. Yeah, that's the selfish part. Remember, I yeah. told you like it, that that falls into like how selfish are we being? 
Right. You know what I mean? Your kids want to go to, to Disneyland and you, you you say no because you don't want Not that you don't want to go because deep down you want to go. Right. But you can't physically. You can't fit on a ride or you'll be too tired. And you know, I get it, man. It's it's being overweight is just an, is literally extra luggage. Yeah. You know, for a, a normal 150, 200 pound person to walk upstairs, two, three, four flights of stairs. So it's an, it's an everyday. Some people do it every day. Now carrying I mean, a refrigerator. Or a refrigerator on your back. Yeah. Put, you know, an extra 200 pounds on that. Right now. Now I'm 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 am practicing my like uh, the sumos and like I'm only doing three plates and I'm over here like holy crap I weigh more than this yeah. you know what I mean like I could have been lift my own self up so but this you know that old version of myself was walking with this you know carrying camera equipment walking a SEMA seventeen thousand steps like you know what I mean I get it everything is so much harder but uh, you know the end end of that is going to be death yeah at the end of the day you know people are are, are having heart attacks at fifty pounds overweight. You know, uh, seventy pounds overweight. Now imagine being four hundred pounds overweight. You know, uh, you. I was playing with death every single day. You know, and if I could share my story and I could share my embarrassing stuff, share my insecurities to get people to not follow that. You know, that path I was taking, or if they're you know not on that, if they're already there to show that it's possible to fix it. Yeah. Then I'm gonna share every single insecurity, every single story, whether it be good and bad, whether my family likes it or not, whether my team likes it or not. I'm gonna say it because I, I've learned is that the things that I refrain from saying and when I choose to say it are the most impactful yeah. the most impactful stuff you know me talking about not being able to wipe my butt and it being like a whole thing or like you know not fitting in, in, in uh, restroom stalls only be able to use a handicap stall you know what I mean it's, it's like that's all stuff that there's people going through right now and people don't they feel like they're alone but they're really not alone it's just people are not talking about it Yeah, you know what I mean no one's gonna tell you that you know Susan or freaking Bill went home that night and cried because you know that girl he really likes is with someone else and because of his weight and he was like no one's gonna talk about that plenty of times that there's girls I liked and wouldn't give me a time of day but I just want to let you guys know now that I get DMs all the time from these people from high school and now all of a sudden <laughs> they liked me in high school you know what I mean but right. they I'm gonna talk about it they just then. didn't tell me back then yeah. you know what I mean I was good enough to go hang out and get food but I wasn't good enough to date but that's the the harsh reality you know what I mean the harsh reality is that you know you're gonna be looked at different yeah. Yeah. When you're overweight, you know, when you're when you're when you're big, when you're fat, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you're going to be judged, you know, and, and, it, and it gets to people. That's why I say you can never truly be happy when you're that size. I don't care how much you love yourself. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be that thing that happened that you're going to remember because weight related. I, I, I remember um, flying to Europe before I'd ever started dieting. And you're like super skinny out there, right? Like Europe is like a is yeah, very skinny, very. but just on the plane. I didn't drink, and like I, I only think about this now because of how much I w- water I drink now. I drink like almost two gallons a day every day, sometimes a little Savage. bit more, but like a lot of water. Yeah. And I know that when I get on a plane now, I'm pounding water because I always feel a little bizarrely dehydrated mm-hmm. from flying. The altitude. Yeah. I, I remember traveling to Europe multiple times, being really big, um, not... Dr- on purpose not drinking water or anything oh, the day the before because i didn't want to have to like get up and be no. seen by everybody and then i didn't really fit just standing in like the sideways walk baby you yeah. get that, that little penguin sideways walk i know that walk yeah. i've done that walk plenty and, of times and then i'd be dehydrated for days trying to recuperate whatever i'd lost from like 12 hours without water plus the night before you know and it just was getting leg cramps because i'm truly dehydrated, dehydrated. that's that's just yeah. craziness like that where it's like what the hell am i doing but that was your normal yeah you know what i mean and that was at point at one point 
point in your life that was your happiness. You were happy right there. Sure. You weren't happy with how you looked. No, but I was stoked. But you I was were going stoked to Europe. going to Europe, right? Yeah. But now you're like, how do you, do you feel? Like when I first got on the plane uh, for my first time, I was nervous. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, oh, when I would travel at that biggest size, like it was like, always like hope to god we're not on the last you know the last call because then you got to walk past everyone yeah you know you got your man boobs slapping this freaking dude in the face when you walk by sideways like you know what i mean like this it's, it's embarrassing you know yeah. what i mean so i got to the point where i was like i want to be like the first loaded on and they would usually do it because i buy t- and then buying two seats like yeah i didn't know how cheap it was to travel now i know how cheap it is to travel yeah. when you only got to buy one seat yeah. you know there and back you know so it's just it was just like you know embarrassing and i when i was on the plane for my first time i didn't have to go to the restroom I just went in there. I was like, I'm going to go for it. I was nervous. Like, I was genuinely... Something that anyone in this room, except for maybe you, could just... I have to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. Goes to the restroom in the airplane. Yeah. That wasn't our reality. No. You know what I mean? I, I literally was nervous. And so I lost all this weight. I was still pretty heavy on the first time I went, but I one seat and everything. Now I'm really good, you know? Now, um, But I was like so nervous and like, I was like PTSD. <laughs> and I went in there. I was like, I don't think I've ever, actually tell you the truth. I don't think, just think about it right now. It just popped in my head. I don't think I ever personally seen the inside of an airplane restroom until that, till last year right i think that's the first time i've ever i, I actually seen i've seen you know pictures and you know, movies and stuff like that but i think that's actually the first time i've ever seen the inside of a, a airplane restroom yeah and been inside of it was that one and i was like i was in there and i was like kind of got teary-eyed you know i mean just because like damn like it's like before like this was impossible right i wasn't enjoying life you know what i mean and and now like i could walk down the aisle i could you know do whatever it is i used to go to the restroom for no reason I'm yeah. like, i barely have to go i'm gonna go anyways no go. no it's almost you know I mean? yeah, fun to hang fun. out it's like, in there yeah, now you know, like there, if there's chilling, nobody like, waiting at the you, go, you got a little private room yeah yeah it is yeah i was just like dang so this is what it feels like you know what i mean so it's like you know just stuff like that that you know i just clicked in my head right now that yeah that was the first time i've ever seen the inside of an airplane restroom yeah so it's just, just stuff like that man that you know it, it's just like a new quality of life that you know i never want to go back to that old me yeah you know i want i i love that old me for everything he's done everything i've learned and to help build me who to the person i am today but I, physically i i i never want to go back to to that, that no, person me but neither i want to share that story of that person i want to share the story of you know how i got there and what i was feeling and you know even to the point where like you know when i do have like speaking events like i want to bring my mom in and like you know how was it raising a kid that was a, i was always fat yeah everywhere doctor always say the same thing i, I hate to go to the doctor he's anthony he's, he, anthony's good his health is good but he's overweight right. all the time i know i'm overweight you know what i mean and like i was the biggest person in the class you know got to the point where i couldn't even fit in like well, i fit in the high school because your boy, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna like get like you know, I wasn't be that embarrassed. But your boy was getting stuck sometimes, you know, and lift up, stand up, and the chair would come up with me. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn it, man, you know. But you know, I wanted her to talk about stuff like that, you know, and I wanted Jordy to talk about, you know, uh, how it is to train someone that's morbidly obese, and you know, because it's different. You have to learn, you have to adapt, you know. And those are all stories, and I mean, feel that people will relate to. Like maybe there's someone listening right now that's raising a, 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 a you know, future obese kid. You you know what I mean? It, it starts at home, and it's just you see what it did to my life. Now, yes, I fixed it, but why not train them now and teach them now nutrition and fitness so they don't have to spend literally probably eighty percent of my life on a diet, yeah, not doing the right stuff. But you know what I mean? I'm always on. You're always on a diet, you know. So that's that's what I want to share. Like I want to get it. I want to get it when they're young. You know, I want these parents and these grandparents and whoever else is listening to know like this is not the life you want to live. Like I just happen to get lucky. You know what I mean? I, I chose to, you know, change my life around. But um, if you could stop it, you know, 
young, then why not? Yeah. You know, show them, you know, they don't have to eat all that plate. Well, that it, it does become really, really hard once a kid becomes at all autonomous or moving freely on their own or even able to like access the kitchen on their own because then you can't be there for every decision no but when a kid you know there's a huge portion of the kid's childhood where you're actually this you know you're in control to mouth yeah truly yeah in control of everything that goes in yeah. their body and they're learning like a sponge yeah you know what i mean and, and i just didn't know that it was easier for my mom to get fast food i don't blame her that's one thing i want to let you, like let everyone know i don't blame anyone I don't blame my mom, my dad, my grandparents. I don't blame the spoon. I don't blame fast food. Fast food comes to a point where it's my, it's my fault. You know, I knew as I got older what I should. I knew I looked different than everyone else, right? Yeah. So I don't blame anyone. And that's one thing that, you know, everyone needs to know. And I feel everyone needs to sit down and reflect on. Don't blame other people. It's. It, I think it's, it just takes your own, like, those people are not going to be able to fix whatever happens. No. So. Even if you sit there and you go, absolutely, I was tied down and force-fed, and that was not my fault. Okay, fine. Yeah. But that person can't undo that. Can't undo that's it. happened. That's, that's it's 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 past tense. It's, it's it already happened. You know what I mean? You can't blame other people. You can't blame anything. You, and even if you do blame other people, and you blame everything. Who's gonna fix it? Right. It's it's. It's, it's on you, you to, to yeah, change. It's on you to change. Right. And I think yeah. feel like it's the hardest pill to swallow. I just had a Zoom call today with someone. Uh, and he was, you know, I told him, like, you know, I was like, hey, you know, you could be upset at this. You could be upset at that. This girl could break up with you. She could cheat on you, whatever. But it's up to you to change what you want to change about yourself. You know, those are all feelings and emotions that are probably valid. But it still doesn't. Why is it affecting your goals? You're going to run through hurdles every single, you know, every single day in life. Life is hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to run through hurdles every single day. But are you going to learn from those hurdles you you, you know you you re- you face? Are you going to learn from it and and grow from it? Or are you just going to hit that first little hurdle and turn back around yeah. and go back to the old you? Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's, people don't know what's on the other side of that hurdle because they can't make it there because they quit once it gets difficult. Yeah. You know, and I was telling them that like, you can't can't quit when it gets hard because everyone quits when it gets hard. Today in the group chat, you know, a couple of my guys didn't show up. I was like, hey, you guys don't have to work out today. We we need we need more basic people. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I got them today. I mean, because it's hard for me to wake up early. So when I do, I'm a firecracker. If I'm yeah. up there before you or you don't show up, I'll best believe all day. I'm. I, it's like I, I never miss a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, people, you got to hear that. Like, yo, you got you to be on it, you know? Yeah. I want to be unaffected by advertising and propaganda mm. for food. And red and yellow is really good because it makes you salivate. Whatever nonsense mm. the yeah. psychologists have figured out. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I want that to have no effect on me. Sorry, it does. Yeah. I see a Big Mac or a McRib or, or one of these things on now a billboard. Talking. My mouth salivates. Yeah. I cannot help that. But how I react to that, how what the, the actions I take based on that, they're all up to me. Nobody yeah. is forcing me to eat that. That like that's it. It's not the spoon's fault because you're fat. It's not the fork's fault. It's not right. fast food. It, and I love that. I love it. You know, it it does it. You said it. It affects you, but it's how you act. Yeah, that's what makes you the one percent. Yeah, is how a, you act. Uh, yeah, if a if a girl did something bad or a dude did something bad, and you take that as a reason to then behave badly toward yourself, that's not their fault. No, this is your you're reacting to it. I, I completely agree. It's a very yeah. positive message. It, it, yeah, you know, it just, it just, um, 
it's very hard to accept that you're the problem. Yeah. You know, no one wants to look in the mirror and say, like, I did this. It's my fault. They want to be like, well, I remember in high school, you know, this person did this and it, it affected me. You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, I've been through this. I lost all that weight talking about it the first time or probably one out of the hundred, 10 times I've lost weight. And uh, I wanted to get my skin removed. I had a Kaiser and I worked my butt off. I was like lost almost 200 pounds. And, you know, uh, I, I started to get like kind of like a rash, you know. And then so I was going there complaining, complaining, complaining. And they turned, they uh, finally I heard back from them. They called me and said, oh, you were, you didn't get approved because you didn't have a weight loss surgery. And I've worked my butt off, man. Like I, and I'm like probably in my, I was probably like 21, 22. And that's at the time where, like, you're after high school, you know, you're partying, you're, you know, hanging out with girls, all that stuff. Like, I don't want to have this skin, you know what I mean? I had a different mentality back then. I was pissed, man. I remember getting off the phone and just crying. Like, why did I lose all this weight? But you're saying that had you had a weight loss surgery, you would I would have been... got the skin. Yeah, I would have been really? okay to get the skin removal surgery for free. Um, shout out to Kaiser. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but you know what? But check this out, though. You saved because... them money. And, and so they and I still oh, yeah wild. it's interesting but you know but but check this out I got turned down you know I went on a crazy five six seven eight year binge all the way up until my grandpa got sick till we're at today right you know what I mean but you know I got you know I learned I I, I learned a lot through that that time you know what I mean I learned to accept my skin I learned to accept myself I mean, I gained more weight so I filled in the skin so I'd have me skin for a while you know extra skin but you know it was a learning experience you know what I mean I I, I couldn't blame Kaiser and that's what I was doing for so long sure. I I know the exact picture on my Instagram that it's me holding the ice cream uh, uh a donut with ice cream in the middle and then I, from that picture on is where it was, I got the call that day, that night I went to a car, car meet and that's that I went to, we went to that place after and it was a downhill spot from there. I'll always keep that picture on my Instagram because that, that meaningful picture that no one even knows, it's just a picture of ice cream with, with that, with a donut. Yeah. But that was the day I talked to Kaiser. That was the day that I, I, I blamed, started blaming other people. And I've learned though, I learned that he can't blame with people. So I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that happened because it allowed me to stop feeling sorry for myself. Now, looking at now and say like, yo, it's no one's going to change it but me. And that's where I get it from because yeah. Kaiser said, no, I lost all this weight. I worked my butt off and they, they said no. So then I, I gave up I was, and I relate with those people. Now. It's a very hard thing to to view externally while you're in it, mm -hmm. like while you're in that and feeling that. It's hard. Like, I don't know the formula to take somebody and go, like, let's just look at it from over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's all it takes. It's literally like I'm looking at it one way. And if I step over here and look at it from a different angle, it's a whole different beast. Yeah. Right? Like, things are happening to me versus I can be responsible for everything. It's just the way you look at life. It's, it's all perspective, man. You wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, you say it's going to be a bad day. Well, you're on for a long ride, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't do that. You know what I mean? I, 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 don't, I believe that in every situation, uh, you, there's positive. And if you don't find the positive, there's a learning experience. You know what I mean? Everything you, we learn from. We learn every single day, man. I fail every single day, whether it be with weight loss or be in, you know, interaction with someone or, or how i i thought about something like i fail all the time man every single day i fail on something you know and i just learned to accept it and learn from it and know that okay i did that yesterday so what am i going to do today to make you know to not do that anymore what did i learn from it was it good was it bad you know and it's just you have to accept it like failure is okay but quitting's never okay but failing's part of the game 
how many times did you fail before so you made it to where you've made it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how many times? You know, probably over a thousand, maybe over a million, right? Yeah. You know, people don't like to talk about that, but I fail every single day. But I learn and I grow every single day because of that failure. Yeah. And I know that I don't like that feeling, so I don't want to go back to that. You know, that's how I look at it. I love look it. At positive light. One of my favorite quotes is Samuel Beckett, and he said, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. I love it. Uh, th- I know, I like that. I never actually never heard that. Yeah. I haven't heard that quote, but no, it's it's it. Fail, people, it's okay to fail. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I failed for 30 years of my life. Really, yeah. If you look at it. If we look to only ever achieve perfection, we might as well do nothing, because it's not yeah. possible. It's not. It's yeah. not possible. I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not, man. It's not possible. And um, I just really wish people would understand that. But they have to go through it, man. They have to go through it through their own stages. I wasn't going to lose weight until I was really re- ready. No matter how many times people told me you weren't going to lose weight and, until you were ready. Till, no matter how many people told you. It took a real life experience of you realizing that you are not going to be able to do a lot of stuff with your kids to realize you had to change yourself. I realized that I was literally going I was killing myself and I was taken away from you know being being there for my family at an older age and my sister and my brother for me to start realizing that I had to lose weight take me losing my grandpa to find all this out yeah you know what I mean it, it, that's what really sparked it because then when you, you start really reflecting when you lose someone you love yeah you know what I mean and, and, and now I was like well my grandpa didn't have opportunity to go to the gym and work off cancer he didn't have the opportunity to go to not go to fast food and, and have a salad or have chicken and rice. And, and he didn't have the opportunity to get rid of cancer like that. Yeah. I have opportunity to get rid of my cancer, which is obesity. And how am I not going to take the opportunity? Yeah. I'm, I'm sober also. And um, in sobriety and recovery for that, we talk about rock bottoms. And I've talked to people who've said, like, I don't like the concept of rock bottom. And I'm like, I, I, I think rock bottom is whatever the point is at which you change yeah or you decide that's rock bottom so it's totally different for everyone and for me you know i had to get really bad off before i made an about face and made a change you also sounds like you were pretty far off before you made that about face but for anybody it can be it doesn't have to be some people it's death some people die and don't get the opportunity to make the about face and that's their rock bottom that was it yeah no yeah yeah that that's rock bottom is always going to be different for someone you know my rock bottom was where i was at your rock bottom was but someone else's rock bottom could have been a a, you know a sign right you mean they could have been thinking about you know suicide yeah and they see a car accident in front of them someone dies like that that could be their rock bottom or it could be they wake up one day and go like i'm 40 Um, pounds overweight yeah and i've had enough enough. and that's their rock bottom bottom doesn't have to be the soup the world's worst thing it's just your version of rock bottom like i say we all we all have different we all have different stories yeah you know so everything's gonna be different you know every you know it's just how it is you know so rock bottom has to be a bad thing but for me it was it was an eye-opener yeah i mean like i was depressed for three days and i was like you know what it's got to go. Yeah. We got we to do something. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and I'm so happy that I decided to, you know, to do it. You know, I never thought that it was going to blow up like this. Yeah. I never thought I was going to be sitting with someone I've seen in movies. You know what I mean? Like, never. Like, you know, being on Andy Frisella or, you know, ESPN. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, but I was given an opportunity. And like I said earlier, I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it. And I'm going to be as positive and as motivating. And I'm just going to be the best 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 version of myself to show people that anything is possible 
if you just put your head down and you grind. I'm so excited by what you're doing. When your gym is up and running, will you invite me and I can come work out? I'll try and work out. Dude, you are humongous. <laughs> you are. Thank you yeah, very dude, much. That is freaking awesome, man. Like, I, I was like, damn, he's big. I don't know if I want to work out with that guy. I don't know what he's squatting right now. I don't squat. I have, I don't I'm, do I have an uneven leg. Heavy. So do I. Uh, you do? Yeah, yeah, I had surgery when I was a kid. So this guy calls me peg leg. You know what I mean? So one, one leg shorter. So when I squat, I'm tilting to the right. So I just. I'm like, I'm not even going to do it. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to, you know, I don't know. Squatting hurts anyways. It hurts my neck. I, I, I don't do a lot of free weight squatting. I, I'm not. I Honestly, I do, like, straight leg deadlifts and leg press. And sometimes on a Smith machine, I'll do some squats. But really. Not really. Yeah, I, me I mean, I've, got, I've damaged the hell. I have a torn patella tendon in one knee. I have no meniscus in the other. Like, I'm just very. I cannot do a lunge. Hurt. Yeah. Holy crap. I got a slight tear in my meniscus snowboarding that sucked yeah that, out of all things too we've been rough on our knees oh. and feet we really oh, have yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've i've really uh, these bad boys uh think carrying some massive weight you know what i mean yeah but yeah man no definitely want you to come down to the gym i think it would be it would be an honor man i would i want to work out with you before then you yeah know? but i think it'll be it'll be cool to see your workout routine and uh you know it's awesome man yeah you're on the, we're on the same journey you yeah know? we're on the same journey we sure are you are. are you at your goal i mean my goal ebbs and flows my goal this year is to have revealed obliques and so i'm basically cutting until november to get there okay but like i've got a six pack i know i've seen that. this is freaking nuts yeah that is, that is insane man I'm, I'm working for it they said that we think we've seen it in one of the videos but there's such a so much skin yeah um that you know could be wrong could be right but i mean i'm just I, i'm I'm just working out man yeah three no, hours no. a day I, by the way, all of my stuff now, I'm like thinking about the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And doing it really, really slowly. Everything is really, I don't want to get an injury. I'm, I'm not, I don't really give a shit about how heavy anything is as long as it's not too light or too heavy like yeah. the numbers Massive, a lot don't of reps. matter to me yeah, a yeah. Lot of, yeah that's what I I don't do I don't I just started doing the sumo I was like I was like you know I was starting to like you know doing I feel like I, I I needed something new and I was like I told Jordy I was like I want to do sumos he said why I was like, I need something new. He's like, I'm the type of person where, like, I go from hobby to hobby. Like, so I'm in the same place every day, but I could be doing something different. And which we do a lot of the full body workouts, have late days, all that stuff. But I was like, I haven't done the sumo. So, like, let's do it. So then that's like, you know, now I'm doing that. I do like two times a week. And it's cool to, you know, people, it's cool to lift heavy weights sometimes. Sure. You know, it feels cool. You know, back's super sore. Because like, I'm not used to that movement. Yeah. And so I have to, he's like, well, he's like, this is what you want to do. So you're going to be sore, but you got still got to show up. And right. I'm like, Damn it. I said it. So now I have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I want to go for like, 700 pounds and now i said it and i'm like god damn it like talk too much but it's it's always cool like i said pushing myself pushing the boundaries and you know i can't really say i care about i don't care about getting or i care about getting hurt because i jump dirt bikes every weekend yeah you know then my team's not too happy about you're this. a lot younger than i am too like i'm a lot older than you so i think our concerns here yeah. might be a little bit different like i had a, one of my kids asked me she goes to a school and there are kids who lift weights in her school and she was like what do you deadlift and i said i i have no idea and she was like no she would not take this answer and i said i have no idea here's what i do 12 reps of but like you want to know what one rep is i don't know i'll never do that ever under any circumstances so i don't know and she was so angry she was like no you need to find out what you can deadlift so i can tell these boys yeah she's trying to go home like hey my dad (laughs) right he laughed at your your pr i'm like i don't care 
it doesn't well, matter to me you're ripped yeah. it doesn't matter as long as you're happy with your body but yeah so um yeah i just you know trying new things you know i i i know i feel that i've turned down so many opportunities that that now it's like i'm not turned down anything like someone's like yo let's go do a six hour workout and then you know run two miles i'm like let's go right i'm probably going to do it once yeah you know what i mean i'll probably never meet talk to you again but <laughs> right. i'll give it my i'll give it my best you yeah. know and we have some pretty insane workouts we have people that come and train with me yeah. uh that are like one-offs like not people that i train like week daily or, or weekly or um stuff like that and uh those workouts like this guy yeah those are he, he does those workouts because i work out with them yeah the last one we had like we had these two guys come i was on his podcast they're in shape six packs you know what i mean got the he nice blonde them. hair you know what i mean looking all ripped and boy they call they text us the next day they're like we've worked out with a lot of people and i've never felt this soreness in my life before one of That's the guys awesome. like i haven't moved i was like me too brother because he likes to do this to me sometimes and i'm like oh man but that's a weekly thing for me you yeah. know it's a weekly thing where i push my body to the limits that it could be pushed like i said i don't want to get hurt sure but uh it's a lot of hard work man so yeah. it's but it's fun man I, I tell you right now i have a smile on my face a real smile on my face all the time I'm yeah just happy even on days and like they suck like i'm happy in it. oh your smile is yeah. infectious dude i love watching it. yeah you're in there you're working out it looks really hard you're still smiling it's really a joy to watch yeah thank you i thank you for for noticing that because it is you know i and i always like sometimes like when we have photo shoots and like like we don't really plan our content you know i always i always tell them like i always try to change this but i don't change it like i we're really shooting at the hip like i go there and i film my workout i don't plan the workout to do i don't you know like he is he knows what i'm doing you know me but i don't like plan what i'm gonna film and how i'm gonna film and all that stuff it's just more like i just post it and you know people i think that's why people relate because it's not like a commercial it's not like a come work out now commercial it's like me doing my my what it's taking to lose the weight yeah. what it's taking to build my muscle what it's taking to reach my goal and i think that's where i kind of had that 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 blessing is for it to be relatable you know for people relate to it it's not it's not you go on my instagram or wherever it is you're, you're not seeing a whole bunch of like you know promotion stuff it's just me yeah it's me talking crap it's me talking crap to this guy it's me you know just posting up a, a big old freaking funnel cake you know one day I'm, i post them in the gym and the next day i have a, a 10 pound funnel cake and i'm like happy as hell right you know i mean it just it's what it's what i enjoy to do yeah you know and, and i always want to be relatable and i always want to keep make sure my content you know stays relatable and this is what i'm doing this is what it takes to do and you know have fun while doing it yeah. have fun you know, i talk crap to this guy all the time i said i don't like him i don't <laughs> i know it in about four hours i'm gonna hate them yeah you know i mean but why not be happy i'm choosing to do this i'm putting years on my life right you know what i mean so you gotta enjoy love you gotta really fall in love with the process and that sounds cliche because everyone says it but really fall in love with the process Everything. it's that it's that thing like it's hard to understand until you're there until and when you're, you're there. there you go oh my god that's what that's today what they were talking about today i got a text message from one of the guys I've been training for about two months now and he was like yo i just i'm at disneyland and I just got on uh, Space Mountain. So I haven't been on Space Mountain in years. You know how good that made me feel? Because yeah. he didn't he didn't text any of his best friends, his mom, his dad. He texts me. Right. He's like, yo, I went on Space Mountain with my kids today. You know how great of a feeling that is? Yeah. I want everyone to feel that. I want everyone that, even if it's a small thing, like, oh, I couldn't couldn't jump. Well, now you could jump. You know what I mean? I, that's a great feeling that I think everyone should be able to feel, but it's work. It's hard work. I'm, yeah. That like that was my motivation today when he sent me that text. Like, I Because I know... I know Phil's not be able to get on rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, like, that's my motivation today. 100%, you know, uh, 
is it's so awesome and i hope that you know anyone listening and i hope this really gives them the motivation uh and they learn something from this and they and they they kind of take it to their every day and when they're struggling turn this bad boy on and just listen because uh it's it's going to be difficult it's going to be hard but man what's on the other side of that hill no matter how big your hill is whether a hill is 600 pounds your hill is you know 200 pounds whatever that hill is just get over that hill and you're there's happiness yeah. there's there's a different type of happiness it is glorious yeah it's it's phenomenal Anthony, thank you so much. No problem, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Of course. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And now for the Q&A. This one comes from Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Main question. How do you find motivation when you feel like you're crushing your diet and workouts, but the scale is telling you otherwise? For example, down eight pounds and then up three and he goes on to talk about his story and what he's been through. But it's such a good, this was like, I just wanted to cut to the main question here. Like you feel like you're crushing it and then you don't see what you want to see. I, uh, I empathize. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I always allow for some kind of fluctuation and I even allow for more than three pounds. I allow for a five pound fluctuation and I allow for this fluctuation on days but i don't allow for it over the course of weeks does mm. that make sense yeah so you're looking kind of like at a a long term more long term so if you wanted to graph you could create a graph and over time you want to see that the graph is trending down mm -hmm. if you're trying to lose weight as long as that number it or that line is trending down then you're good doesn't matter day to day on fluctuations. Those fluctuations could be, you know, from salt, from all kinds of environmental shit could, could have it. You could eat something that you didn't realize had a bunch of salt in it. You know, um, I get carried away with soy sauce sometimes and that can jack the scale up. Um, maybe I, I didn't, uh, you know, sorry, I'm going to become quite graphic now, clear my bowels. Mm. Before I weighed in, I don't know that I'm ever holding on to uh, three pounds of solid waste, but it's something and that could have an effect on it. Or I didn't hydrate enough and therefore, you know, my body got scared that we were in a drought and we're retaining water or something like this. It's all the ways I rationalize it. But so long as the graph is trending down, mm -hmm. we're fine. Three pounds up in a day. Like I only weigh myself twice a week. Because there's so much fluctuation day by day that I don't want to see it because that noise is a bummer to see. Mm -hmm. how, wait, how often do you do it? Twice a week. Twice a week. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That makes perfect sense. I like that. Look at it like a long term. Look at a graph. Make a graph of it. You could do it by day or week. You could, you know. Yeah. yeah. And therefore, you know, and, and look, if you do start trending up, you're doing something has happened that is that wasn't happening before and you got to figure that out i like it yeah okay great thanks for your question jeff if you have a question that you'd like answered on the podcast please email it to americanglutton.net thanks for listening to this episode of american glutton i'm ethan suplee and as always joined by my chaperone Paige dorian follow us on instagram at american glutton podcast sincerely <laughs>